Hello, Barney History fans. Welcome back to the Spots of Love podcast. I am your host, Karan. Um, we have a great guest on uh, with us today. It's another fellow Barney fan from our Barney History fans community. Um, uh, like I said on the last podcast, this podcast has been fun for me because I don't get a chance to talk to maybe all the fans that we have inside this group or outside the group. Um, and so this gives me an opportunity to talk to them and to uh, share things that we like about um Barney and share some of our differences maybe uh, as well and just hear the experiences and stories of uh, some of our fellow friends here in the group. Um, so let's just keep along with that tra uh, that tradition. Today we have an, um, another Barney fan. It's Ariel. Ariel, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hello, Karan. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, thank you for thank you for being willing to do this. Um, like I said, it's it's fun to be able to talk to other people throughout the community, especially people that I don't usually get a chance to talk to. So I'm really glad that you uh, you tossed your name into the hat to be to be on here. Um, mm -hmm. Let's let's just jump right in. How I always start the podcast um, because sometimes our stories are are different than each other. I always just mm -hmm. kind of start with how um, how did you get started with Barney? Do you remember the, your introduction to Barney and what that was like? I definitely do remember my experience with Barney as a kid. So like it actually started when I was a baby at that point. And so like I do feel like I was just invested in Barney just right away. Well, like I do know like a fact when um when like my family has like a whole bunch of Barney stuff and they got my sister into Barney ever since she was a kid as well. Well, I'm the younger sister, so like I get mm -hmm. how it feels to like get into her footsteps too. So like when I was I do remember as a kid or like as a baby, starting as a baby. I was just invested in watching Barney songs, well, the first Barney songs before the more Barney era. So, like, yeah, I do love, like, I, I was just invested in, like, getting to know season three at that point because mm -hmm. my genre or, like, my generation was seasons four, five, and six. And so, like, season three was how I got into Barney the most. And, and I do remember re-watching, like, some of the classics from, like, seasons one and two as a baby. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. when I turned one year old, I started to have like a Barney themed birthday party as a kid. And I always yeah, remember yeah. that time like it was yesterday. And so like whenever I would rewatch a home video from like those good old days, that really shows how much I love Barney as a kid. Yeah, for sure. We kind of have this uh, a similar story. I'm I'm a little bit older than you. Um, I was born in 93. So I grew up with Barney almost from the very beginning. Um, but I have a sibling who's a year older than me and he was interested in Barney. Um, so when I was born, he was already kind of, Barney wasn't obviously huge. Like he, like he later became, but he already had like the Barney. Um, I don't know if you had ever seen them or remember them. There was like a Barney, like sofa chair that was just wrapped in like Barney's face that matched the, uh, like the blankets and things like that. Mm -hmm. We had those things. We had the, the house shoes and he already had some of those things when I was born. Um, and so it just kind of, led into into me also becoming a fan um he stopped watching it fairly after that i i stuck with it a lot longer than he did uh, but i had my introduction because he was already a fan of it as well um and i also i think i think i only had two but i remember having you know those barney birthdays with like the cake and the decorations and all mm -hmm. those different things yeah i remember um, that yeah so we yeah we share that in common that's awesome so you said you grew up uh within the the era like the second era so seasons yes. four through six um mm -hmm. in that do you have you ever gone back as a barney fan now and watched the previous things but then also did you watch later things past season six 
Oh yeah, I do remember. Let's see, I remember watching season seven and season eight mm -hmm. growing up as well. But then during those points, I still remember the time when the second generation of Barney and Friends was still on PBS at that point. Yeah. And so, like, I do remember at first when it comes to season seven and eight, I thought I was like, "Oh, that's not my Barney." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, once it comes to like the reruns of seasons four, five, and six, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's my Barney growing up." <laughs> but like, yeah. not to be picky on this, but like, that's that's just how, like how I feel at first about the newer Barney, like coming to like, a, let's say, um, I feel like yeah, just coming to like the newer Barney era. Sure. Yeah. Do you have within that seasons four, five, and six, do you have a favorite season? And and if so, um it's it, it's kind of hard to like separate those ones because they almost seem like you know, like season one and two seems like even though there's different years and things like that, they seem like the same. And seasons four, five, and six seem like they're the same thing. Exactly, um, yes. Almost hard to separate, but is there oh, so instead of a season, a favorite season, let's say, do you have a favorite home video or episode specifically from that era that uh, that's like one that you love the most? I say from, I feel like during the second generation, I do love every home video of Barney, mm -hmm. so it's really hard to like say what's my most favorite. But yeah, I honestly have to say, Sing and Dance would have to be like one of my all-time favorite home videos because that's a time when like both generations would like cross paths together for the very first time. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's a great, you know, that's one of them. Um, that's one of my favorites too. Cause it was just like a great, a great moment in history to see the new and the old together. Um, it was cool seeing those characters, Michael, Tasha in, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with uh, the new kids all together really, really was cool to see. Um mm -hmm. I think I, I'm one of those people that I think they missed an opportunity by not bringing Bob Singleton back to mm -hmm. kind of do the music for that. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, it was still a, it was still a great video. Um, mm -hmm. Do you, do you have a favorite uh, kid character out of any of the Barney characters that, you know, um, do you, do you have a favorite one that was like always your favorite to see in a home video or see in an episode? I personally don't think it doesn't matter, but I do remember a time when, like, before I was born, my parents knew who Min was, and they're like, "Oh, she's Filipino. She's like, she's kind of like us in this, um, in the series." So, like, I can totally relate yeah. to Min's character at least. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I I loved Min, um, and so that's one thing that I think they did right. Uh, you know, in the very beginning of the like Park era stuff, is the one video where they brought Min back. Yes, um, mm -hmm. and then Roboto got to meet her. Yeah, yeah, it's it was so um, it was always cool for me to see like the old mix with the new kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yes. Um, so seeing men like in the park was like kind of a surreal thing for me. Just like mm -hmm. seeing Michael and those guys in the treehouse, uh, like specifically Michael because he was never on a set where the treehouse existed. So seeing him right. mm -hmm. um in that element or um. Mm -hmm the character or the the girl i can't think of her name right now who played kim in the series who came during the riff era she wasn't an actual character she was just kind of a dancer but seeing her in that set with like the new dinosaur and things those kind of things always stood out to me a lot so i'd like to see mm -hmm. see that happen i wish they did that more especially with the the 20th anniversary i wish we got to exactly. see some, yeah. some of that stuff happen mm -hmm. yeah um is there anything that happened with barney um or not is there anything that with Barney 
uh, that you look back that you wish maybe they would have tried or they would have done um, that they maybe didn't do? Yes. I was like, I know I had these like thoughts coming to my mind like for like so long. And I wanted to say how like, I kind of wish that like Joe Phillips and Bob Singleton and David Bernard Wolf can like collab to be the Barney oh, yeah. music people. So like, they could like they can work on the Barney music like as like those like people who like work on Barney. I do feel like if there's like a mix between like Bob and Joe Phillips and David Bernard Wolf, I think it would be nice to hear all of their arrangements of every song they would like um, yeah. play and such. Yeah, and when Joe joined the the uh, the show like way back in in the era that you watched. His music was, it was different, but it was kind of reminiscent of what Bob Singleton did, that kind of oh, yeah. mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I wonder, that would be a question to ask at some point. If I ever get a chance to talk to any of them, maybe I'll ask them. I wonder if they've ever, like, I wonder when Joe coming in, did he have, did Bob work with him a little bit before they transitioned? Or um, did they just kind of just throw him in there and just replace? I wonder if they ever, if they ever did have a chance to actually work together. Because, you know, there's some movies like... Um, be my Valentine, where Bob yeah. Singleton did mm -hmm. the original, and then Joe mm -hmm. Phillips um, overdid it. But even some of those arrangements, but uh, Joe Phillips kept some of the kind of musical things that Bob Singleton did in his original. Um, so I wonder if they ever had a chance to work together. Um, that would be something cool to find out. I'll have to. I'll ask if I ever get a chance to. But mm -hmm. that would be a cool. Like that would be something cool to see. Whether it's like a music album or something like that, where you just get to hear those three different styles of music to kind of together that would be pretty cool mm -hmm. personally for me joe phillips um arrangements of barney music it does feel like barney to me especially with like bob singleton's um arrangements of barney music like both bob singleton and joe phillips feel like barney to me but yeah. david bernard he also does feel like barney to me mm -hmm. yeah i think a lot of times us as barney fans we get stuck in like the the era that we were that we were born into right so like for me a lot of the people my age they're very they're very much very stuck in um you know the 90s of barney so the park era stuff is not their favorite right um mm -hmm. or they're very stuck in the very very early years of barney so seasons one mm -hmm. two and three where four five and six they can tolerate but they like the bob singleton music and all of that stuff mm -hmm. um that if that's the thing that's been different with me is um i'm a fan of a way they were like i like the changes and things like that sometimes i know mm -hmm. that some of them weren't for the best but i mm -hmm. like to see things change and so if yes. i see barney on screen to me that's that's barney you know mm -hmm. um, and so i feel the same way as you obviously all three of those guys are very different in the way that they do barney and make the music but they all still feel like barney in its own unique way um mm -hmm. so i i agree with you there for sure um, mm -hmm. you said you watched season seven and eight. Uh, have yeah, you after second generation of Barney? Yeah, have you um gotten to a point where you've watched anything later than that, like the Rift era things? Um, or and how do you feel about how do you feel about that era of Barney? So when season when the season seven era came, especially with like the Rift era, I noticed how like at first it didn't feel like Barney to me anymore because they took away Stella, the storyteller. They also like took away Scooter McNutty and Edda and Booker T Bookworm. And I always imagined them to be a part of the new um, 
Barney season so that like mm-hmm. the new kids can discover who they are. Yeah. And so I do feel like um, once it comes to the Riff era, I do love the Riff era because like when I was telling my when I was telling my family about like there's a new character coming to Barney, they got really excited. And so like I remember during that point, well, well, even prior to watching Barney and Friends, I did remember watching um, his like Barney live shows as well, like growing up. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the one thing that I think they dropped the that they dropped the ball on, um, mm-hmm. and I know it. You know, it changed uh, hands and things like that, and there was so much time in between um, season six and when by the time they did season seven. But coming to a park, you would think that, especially characters like Scooter and uh, Miss Etta, you would keep those kind of characters because where else would be a better place for a squirrel and a bird to be than in a park, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I and so. I, that that was a little uh, upsetting for me when that mm-hmm. when that changed also. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, also between season six and seven, there was a couple. There was like two years in between because mm-hmm. technically Barney ended after season six. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Barney and Friends, where season seven started, and this is what I don't think a lot of people pay attention to it in this way, but mm-hmm. it it was a reboot or a continuation, right? Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was more of a reboot than it was a continuation. The only thing that stayed the yeah. same was, mm-hmm. was the dinosaurs, right? The set changed. Right. Some of the mm-hmm. stayed the same, but all the mm-hmm. kids were different. A lot of the writers yeah. were different, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so uh, we saw Barney get rebooted. Uh, this, this new series that's coming up is our third time. We've seen Barney reboot in a sense, because we have backyard gang. And right. then it rebooted mm-hmm. into Barney and Friends one through mm-hmm. six, and then mm-hmm. they went on hiatus, and then they rebooted again into seven through thirteen. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it made sense that it would change, and that's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's what happened is with so much time in between, maybe those puppeteers and those actors, because that's what they get. That's how they make their living with the act. Maybe they mm-hmm. didn't have the time to sit around and wait if there was going to be a show. Maybe they didn't think there was going to be one anymore. Mm-hmm. And they moved on, so I can see why it would make a little sense. Um, why things would change, uh, mm-hmm. I do think that was a missed opportunity to have, especially Scooter and Miss Etta there, um, mm-hmm. in the park set. It was cool seeing Stella come back though. Um, mm-hmm. when they did the 20th anniversary, that was really cool to see her classic way of return, you know, coming in the, in yeah. the, mm-hmm. the door and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. That was really exciting to see. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with you there where, uh, you know, some of those changes kind of were a little upsetting. I'm a fan of mm-hmm. Riff myself, uh, yes. personally, being one of those mm-hmm. uh, very early kids growing up with Barney. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a fan of Riff. Um, and I've said it many times before, I think they could have done better with how they introduced him and what mm-hmm. they did with him as a character. Um, but him as a character and the way he looks and the way he sounds, I think is is great. Uh, it just mm-hmm. came down to the writing and um pulling out new elements that we didn't already have. I think that's where the ball kind of got dropped. So oh, I wish yeah. that, that would have happened. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel um, hearing your, your opinion on the later years of Barney and things like that? How do you feel with this, with this new series coming and, you know, things are completely different now. There's a different look and there's some different names, uh, animation. Um, how do you feel about that? So for the for the Barney reboot, I'd say I got really excited because I haven't seen Barney on TV for like years, ever since it's hiatus. And so like 
when I read the news that Barney's coming back with like an animation style, I got excited myself, and then I had to like tell my family members about it. Yeah. And then and then they were like, "No way, Barney's coming back." And then then I was talking about their opinions about the new Barney, like what will be like next year. And then and honestly, I do feel like I do feel like well, I don't really like show my expectations. I just like keep it to myself, and so I'm just like here like. I do hope they do something like really nice, and mm-hmm. like I'm honestly excited to see how BJ and Bale's design will look like in the reboot. Like I do respect the fact that like not everyone in the fandom doesn't like the BJ's um name change, mm-hmm. but realizing it does mean Billy Joe. I was like, oh, it took me so much like how many years to like to like discover like the the mean behind BJ's name, and so yeah. I do feel like, but like to me. Like whenever it comes to Billy Joe, I think of Billy Joe as BJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm the same way as you. I don't. I've been. I've sworn to not really talk about the 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 show um, unless I'm here, like in the podcast realm. I don't really talk to fans much about it or things like that because mm-hmm. there's a there's a big divide right now about it, and it's a divide that I think is caused by people being. There's a half of us who are willing to kind of, okay, let's see where this kind of goes. But then there's another half where they're just rightfully so they're stuck to what they've always known and loved. And mm-hmm. so it's hard to watch that change. So um, mm-hmm. I can understand that from both, from both viewpoints. Um, I'm kind of, I'm excited to see where it goes to. Uh, we've always talked about as fans, how Barney needs to come back or kids need Barney today. Mm-hmm. And we get that right now. We get that chance. We don't know how how well the show is going to do, or if it's going to be great content or any of that yet. But yeah. at least right now, we get kids who get the opportunity to have their own Barney and experience mm-hmm. that. But it's going to be cool to see Barney back on TV again um, in a new way. But also, even though I grew up in those '90s years, um, the only thing I ever remember seeing in stores was um, like home videos and things. So I don't remember mm-hmm. seeing toys of barney and those kind of things on shelves oh yeah so mm-hmm. as an adult i'm excited for that viewpoint of it where i get to i know how mattel does with the, we saw what they did with barbie so i know once it's time to really promote this show it's going to be spread everywhere and so i'm mm-hmm. excited to start to go in the stores and be able to see new barney merchandise on the shelves um that's what i'm looking forward to i'm definitely going to buy some of those things even if it's <laughs> different uh i'm going to mm-hmm. add it to the the collection mix it in with the new and old um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely excited about that as well. Um, let's see here. Do you have um, a favorite song? Is there one song, maybe without the exception of uh, I Love You, I think that one is always like one of the ones that we all love, but do you have any other Barney song um, or maybe you have a couple that that kind of stick out to you more than others? Oh my goodness. Um, I have a lot of favorite Barney songs, to be yeah. honest, since they're like too too many to like list here. Uh-huh. Well, give us just give us a give us like one or two. What's what's some from from that list that you have? Okay, so if I were to choose, okay, so my favorite song would have to be "Being Together" and "It's a Great Day." Oh yeah. I love "It's a Great Day." Um, "Being Together" is also a great one, but "It's a Great Day" is one of those that I wish. Um, I wish that they would use more often, uh, or, or mm-hmm. they would have used more often, because it, it just it was one of those feel good songs, right? Um, mm-hmm. You're you're celebrating how that it was a great day. You're celebrating that you're alive, and like you you know you get to experience all these things. 
um, that is definitely one of those one of those on my list as well. I'm like you, where I can't choose really just one song. I kind of go depending on the day. I answer the question by the day. So, um, you know, uh, when I'm thinking about like favorite songs and things like that today, I probably would say "Find the Numbers in Your House," mm -hmm. um, which is one that I wish they would have used more of too. Oh yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I go by the day of like, okay, well today I'm feeling like it's this song, but there's so many, so many great songs that, uh, that is just hard to pick one. So I'm right there with you. Yeah, I do have to point out that Wave Flash is also another song that I like to point out because like, of course, like that song also puts me in a good mood as well. Like ever since the, the musical Castle era and the Red, Blue and Circles 2 era, well, season mm -hmm. two, in other words, and then they got to reuse it in um, season seven or eight, maybe yeah. both seasons at least. And then yeah. I kind of wish they used Wave the Flags more often, especially with like It's a Great Day, because like those two songs, I do feel like they need more recognition. And like being together is always used ever since um, the second era of Barney. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, lo I love being together, but I think it started to get very played out by the end. You know, it was one of those songs that they would sing. Oh, oh, oh we're together with friends. Let's sing "Being Together." You know, when they they had other ones that they that could have been um, used just as much. Um, but but yeah, I I agree. Um, mm -hmm. Have you ever had a chance to see Barney live at all? Yes, I did. Um, I remember watching Musical Castle as a kid. That was my first um, Barney live show I watched, and I do remember the Wiggles as part of the intermission number and. Nice. And like, yeah, I, yeah, this, it, this always brings back so many memories for some reason, because like, when I found out that they were performing in Anaheim, which is like by Disneyland, I was a little like, no way as a kid. And so like, we were able to like, my family and I got to watch Musical Castle live in person as a kid. And I do remember these like, these like paper flags I used to own, but then I kind of lost it. And now I want to like, reboot on what I, what I lost before. And but now I want to like, you know, like in the way I want to like revamp the flags on my own, like do it myself yeah. kind of situation. And then, and then like I do remember watching Colorful World as well as a kid. I think I watched this when I was in kindergarten, I think, or preschool at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I do, I also remember the the paper fish as well and other sea creatures. I do remember I do remember all that too. And then the Let's Go tour. That was the last Barney live show I watched as a kid when I was in second grade because when I was going to seventh grade, that was when Birthday Bash was already going on tour and I was like growing out of Barney in that sense and yeah. I had to like and I was like I was like already grown up at that point. Like no hate on Barney. I just feel like I had to like step away for a while and then mm -hmm. and see when I can regain my love for Barney again. Yeah. That's awesome. I never got a chance to uh see Barney live at all. I came close to seeing, um, well, that's not true. I'm sorry. Let me back up. I got close to seeing um, Live in New York City, or not Live mm -hmm. in New York City, sorry, the Let's Go Tour. I got close to seeing yes. that one, um, mm -hmm. but but uh, I didn't get a chance to make it. And I was like in middle school or, mm -hmm. yeah, middle school when it came out. Um, but I really wanted to see it. I didn't get a chance to. I did see Birthday Bash, um, mm -hmm. and uh it didn't feel like I, I like the remixed music and all of that stuff. Cause I, like I said, I like, I like change. I like to hear new things. Um, but even though I got to see that show, that's why I just had that moment. It didn't feel like Barney to me in that like mm -hmm. live in uh, the let's go tour or musical castle birth, birthday, uh, big surprise, all of those. 
those were like these big tours changing sets and all this whereas birthday bash was just like let's just put people on a stage and have them you know sing a bunch of songs like a concert almost Mm -hmm. Um, yes i took uh i took my grandma has an in-home daycare so i took a handful of daycare kids there and none of them were interested in it oh, at all. And then it, it was it it was it was hard for me because I was like, guys, look, it's 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 Barney, it's these guys. Um and <laughs> like they they it didn't have that wow factor, I think, that maybe those previous shows did. So mm-hmm. I always I always my brain always defaults to like I have never seen them live, but I, I actually have. I just forget about birthday bash so much because mm-hmm. there was nothing magical about it, you know. There there wasn't confetti falling from the ceiling. There wasn't any of those like extra elements. It was just mm-hmm. like let's just watch these people on this, on this stage, and that and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost I had an uh, I got close to having an opportunity to audition for for Birthday Bash to play Barney. Oh um, nice! So maybe that would have changed my my experience with the show if I mm-hmm. if I had the opportunity to be involved. But that fell through. So I just have that memory of being an audience member in this pretty much half empty theater where uh you know it, it just wasn't wasn't as exciting um but i'm glad that you you at least had that that experience with with uh those two tours because that's really that's one thing that i i'm always jealous of of other fans where it's like oh man you got to see <laughs> these these tours live and you know hopefully with this new one they they take them on tour and you know maybe they'll do a good job mm-hmm. who knows um, so maybe at least i can take my kids to go see barney live which would be cool or something i don't know we'll see mm-hmm. Um, you said you were like in seventh grade by the time Let's Go Tour came out and all of that stuff. And you were kind of at that point of growing out of Barney. Um, how long was it? Did you kind of step away from the, the franchise before you, you came back? So actually when I was, so second grade was the time I started, I was watching Let's Go Tour and that was the last Barney live show watching mm-hmm. as a kid. But then like, well, seventh grade was a time I but birthday bash, not let's go tour. By the way, was um was already like already going towards like their um their time of like performing around the world. And so mm-hmm. I do feel like during that point in seventh grade, I feel like you I don't I think I didn't have like the the time and effort to like go watch birthday bash. It's it's probably because like of course already going to middle school and I need to like focus on what I wanted to do in high school, like from like future high school life at that point. And I don't want to put like Barney into the spot because like, of course, like there could be like some points where in like, like, like some might think that I'm too old for him, Mm -hmm. but, but realizing that they need to like realize that, that like, that I'm always a Barney kid at heart, but like in an adult situation, especially like if it's like growing up as a teenager as well. And so I do feel like I do remember that point. Like, like it did took me like, how, it, wait. So talking about my middle school days, it took me like about four to five years, I think, mm-hmm. to like get back into into loving Barney again. But it's just that I can't really like show it to to anyone. Sure. But just with like the true people I I talk I talk to about when it comes to like Barney and stuff, at least. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I went through kind of that phase in high school. Um, I I have my own costume business, so I know it's frowned upon by some mm-hmm. of the cast and crew members. But I have my own costume business where I I performed as Barney. I did it for free um, mm-hmm. for a good amount of years, and I started in middle school, um, and then all the way through high school. And no one knew, none of my close friends or anyone knew that I did that or that I was a fan of Barney. But it was always funny because 
you know, Barney has a song for everything. So like mm -hmm. I would be at school and I would hear something like between my friends or something that sparked like a Barney song and I would sing it. And they always thought that I was just making up like music on the spot about everything. They didn't know that mm -hmm. it was, uh, that it was actually Barney music. Um, mm -hmm. Until years later where they found out that I, you know, I was a fan and I did all those things. Uh, but I did have that kind of moment too for a while where I just kind of hid it from people. Um, Barney now is a lot more accepted than mm -hmm. uh, he was then. Um, so it's a little different now. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I share that with you as well, where I kind of just kind of hid it from, from the public besides like close family or, or friends who knew at that time. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's get to it before we wrap this up. Um, you know, the, every time um, we do this podcast, the, one of the main things that we do is we always uh, have the guest bring in their favorite Barney item or whatever item really means the most to you when it comes to Barney. Um, so can you share that item with us now and just kind of give us um, the backstory on why you chose that item? So there's actually so much um, Barney stuff that really came to mind, to be honest. That's why I brought everything with me. So talking about this, um, so talking about this, like, you know, like this little banner from like the live shows you've seen, like from Call yeah. for World, Musical Castle, Let's Go Tour. I do feel like this really sticks out because like, this is always like one of my favorite um, souvenirs growing up as a kid. And mm -hmm. I do remember like, once it comes to Musical Castle, Call Up a World, Let's Go Tour, I always had to stick with this because yeah. I wanted to know who Riff was like first thing. Cause like, I remember like Let's Go Tour was a time I wanted to get, I was expecting to get this, but then like my parents went for like the newer Barney. I was like, why that one? Why, why do you have to like get that for me? <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like not not to be picky in this situation that I, I was just more like i want to know who rip is first thing before yeah. before going into that kind of situation and so like i do like this really like sits with me the most especially with like of course everyone has to say that like um that like the backyard game barney would have to be like my their like other favorite i know it's also my other favorite too because i do remember having that like I do remember owning that. I feel like it was like as a kid, and I and I, and I just found it in some of like my old storage stuff. Mm -hmm. And like you can see that wishbone is like next to Barney and this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like I awesome. do love. I also love wishbone as a kid too. So like I do love seeing how like both Barney and wishbone get to like work together in the same um the same state they're at, like which is which is of course Texas. Yeah, and I and like there's like there's like a whole lot of stuff I remember like from my memory with Barney. Um, I never owned a my party my party with Barney um, VHS, so like I only got to watch the videos online, mm -hmm. and I get to see what like my party with Barney is like. And now I was like, oh, that's cool. At least like some like their like inner child or or like their baby selves can like discover like Barney in this sense, and yeah. then. I didn't I didn't own a Actimates, unfortunately, because like once once I was a baby, like I feel like that phase was like already like phasing out already. And but I do remember I do remember watching the the Barney Toy commercials as a kid. Like the mm -hmm. the magic banjo, the I think the electric guitar is also one of them, especially with the with, with the with Barney's magic drums. But oh, I yeah. feel like I feel like once it comes to like the the magic banjo commercial i remember like something really came to mind back when i was in high school i was re-watching a commercial mm -hmm. from 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 the magic banjo like during the great adventure era and um i know i recognized one of the kids who was on 
this Nickelodeon show called the Naked Brothers Band, and I was all like, I was like, wait, does that look like someone I really know of? And then like realizing that's actually Rosalina from the Naked Brothers Band. She was on the Barney commercial. Wow. And I was all, I was like pretty ironic how like Rosalina was on was on the Barney song Magic Banjo commercial. And then I had to show it to my sister. I was like, I was like, hey, look what I saw. And then and then then she was all like, wow, I didn't know that's Rosalina. And then like I didn't know too. So like I remember watching Naked Brothers Band as well. That was like one of my other favorite shows growing up. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in grade school, like yeah, Naked Bros Band, and then of course seeing Rosalina on Bar on the Barney commercial, and then then I do remember like when Demi and Selena were on Barney and Friends as well, especially like other other actors and actresses like Madison Pettis, who was also from yep. Corey in the House, and Jake in the Neverland Pirates. Mm-hmm. I do remember um, Kyla Pratt on Barney's Great Adventure and The Proud Family. And then there's, of yeah. course, um, Trevor Morgan on Great Adventure, and he was on Jurassic Park and yeah. um, and this Disney Channel movie called Genius. And mm-hmm. there's, like, so many, um, so many people I know of who were, like, part of Barney before their time on their other, like, non-Barney projects. Yeah. There's actually a lot more than people either recognize or know because, like, Debbie Ryan. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. He was, she started with the... Uh, the firehouse movie and then she yeah. went to mm-hmm. like on deck and those things but also i can't think of their names by name but the characters who played jackson and the twin yes. girls in the riff mm-hmm. era sophie and uh sadie all mm-hmm. three of those guys were in a drake and josh christmas movie yeah also, <laughs> like, uh, like orphan kids or whatever it was yeah so, they were like foster siblings yeah and and then in later years you know you have uh the kid who played josh in seasons 12 and 13 who's huge on this netflix series now and those wow. kind of things. it is really cool to kind of see uh being watching those people you know as they were kids watching barney as the fans and then you see them show up on these uh these other bigger networks and doing bigger things um it is really it really is exciting i have um my party with barney i got it when i was for my seventh birthday um so i have that and i have the actimates barney but the strange thing is with the actimates barney is i've never you know, it, you can watch movies within it, like certain movies and things. I've never done that for some reason. Like even having it as a kid, I don't remember. I don't know why. I just never put the tape in and watched it like and talk, like listen to it, talk with the movie. I should try that sometime because, you know, I think that's what the cool thing was about. It. I I would just play with it and play hide and seek and all those things that you can do with it. But <laughs> I never, I never, um, I never watched it with the video. So I should try that sometime just to see mm-hmm. what the, what that's like. Um but uh, thank you for being on here, Ariel. Before we before we end the podcast here today, um, my last question to you is just uh, why Barney? Why do you think you're such a fan of Barney? What does Barney mean to you? So Barney means to me like someone who I look up to, like 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 as a friend or a family member. I do mm-hmm. feel like I do feel like everyone in this world needs needs Barney today, and, and I and I. I think the reason why the whole world today needs Barney is because um, they need to hear his message of love and kindness, and especially with yeah. like, with, like all those like hatred going on these days. I do feel like they all need to learn something from Barney at least. For sure, I I agree one hundred percent. We definitely need more Barney here, um, and hopefully with this new series, hopefully they do it the right way, so we get we can see uh, the Barney love and Barney magic be spread to more people um as the years come 
Uh, thank you so much, Ariel, for being here on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for everybody else, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening um, to Ariel's story um, and those kind of things. And uh, like I said before, we have a lot of guests that's coming up here that you guys are really going to enjoy. Um, and so I hope you guys keep enjoying this podcast. And maybe one day we'll see you in your spot of love. Thank you.